You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. And welcome to God Stories Radio. This is session 120. I'm Mike. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. Well, Fritz, here we go. Another week. You betcha, man. I am so excited. I can't stand it. Absolutely. Johnny, oops, I just gave away who our well, guest is. That's quite all right. He's been scheduled uh, one or two different other times, and it's finally time. Father figured it was time for him to be here. Oh, man. I, I, I'm beside myself to have him sitting here in the studio. Finally. And how was your week? My week was great. And, um, you know, I don't know if uh, Tina wants to share, but we got some really, really good news today. And uh, so, Tina, how was your yeah, my day? Is, Tina, how was your day? My day was great. I had a really great day. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, I had some really good news, but I'll let you share it. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Oh. Well, anyway, I guess... Um, a few weeks back, they, you know, found some calcification in one of her breasts and did some exams, and there was some concern there. Mm-hmm. So she went back and um, had some, what was it, MRI or? Biopsy. Biopsy. Your biopsy was uh, a few days ago, mm-hmm. and um, they said, we'll call you Friday with the results. So, you know, as Tom Petty says, the waiting is the hardest part. Absolutely. So they called today, a day early, to let us know that she is clean and green. Amen. It's funny you say that. Today I was sitting in my room waiting for today, tonight to happen, and I just kept on telling the father, telling father, the waiting is the worst, the absolute worst. Well, you know, it's been such a tough month because we lost our brother Rollin. Yep. And um, my both my sisters going through cancer and uh, and beating it, mm-hmm. and then you know hit pretty close to home with my wife. So it's been quite the month, but you know, we've come victorious, full circle, victorious, all of it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amazing. And I don't want to forget Trish. She's not here. She's taking care of the family. Yes, she is. I know that uh, Jim's going through what a double knee surgery and double knee surgery. And I guess it's Caitlin's birthday uh, this weekend. And she's law school. I think she's cranking up law school. Getting ready to, to take care of that. Yeah. Absolutely. So we want to re- remember Trish and Trish, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, we do. And we miss you. So Mikey, what's going on over there? Just here for another Thursday night. Being well, a great steward that God wants us to be for God Stories Radio. Amen to that. I see you You picked up your free coffee. I at got the my Wawa. free coffee at Wawa. You know, what was there before Wawa? The, where? I don't know. There was nothing know. there. I guess Dunkin' Donuts, right? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. The Holy Ghost lives at Wawa. And let's not forget Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to forget Starbucks sometimes. 
<laughs> part of my wallet. Johnny B with the thumbs yeah, down. No, uh-huh. no Starbucks. Yeah. So, so Tina, you got some shout outs? <clears throat> yeah, I do. Um, we've got some Facebook likes. All right. So, um, Charlon LaPiara. Thank you so much for liking Thank you, Charlotte. on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, J.S. Linois. J.S., thank you. Thank you, you J.S. And Barry Butler. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Barry. And Barry sent us uh, to God Stories Radio that he does a, um, I guess I want to say an online stories, I guess, and they're called Emails from God, and he sent me one of them, and they were pretty good. Wow. So I don't know if... Uh, Barry is going to uh, give his testimony anytime soon, but uh, maybe I'll uh, follow up on it. And- that'd be great, and if he ever gets an interesting one we can read, that'd be that'd be fabulous. Okay, so that'd if you're be- listening, Barry, give us a- let's team up. Yeah, absolutely. You betcha. So that's wonderful. And then Fritz, it is my turn. It's no, we can't wait any longer. I can't wait any longer. The you're hair right. is standing up on my arm. You're running out of stuff to talk about, right? And then <laughs> no, you got no. me. Oh, no, you're doomed. <laughs> In the studio tonight is one of my best friends of all times, and I, I just love this guy, man. He just gives the best big bear hugs when you need one. And uh, not only that, he's got some pretty guitars. but uh, And I think he's going to play one for us tonight. I think he's going to be live tonight. He's going to be live tonight. He's going to do his uh, Easter song. Uh, which is it. totally appropriate. It's kind of sort of like an Easter song, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard some lyrics to it. Yeah, it's beautiful. We got the approval. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Say so no we more. We got the mic tag. Say no more. <laughs> so anyway, without further ado, uh, my good friend, Mister Johnny B. Hello, everybody. Thanks for showing hey, up, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Thanks, thanks for coming, for man. Me, and and I appreciate your patience in getting me here. You know, it's uh, it's kind of hard to schedule anything from a Freightliner. You know, you what got I mean? that, brother. Eighteen wheeler, so. But uh, it's been good. I see that you guys are doing well. I'm glad to hear that you're uh, doing well. Thank Ms. you Tina. so That's much. That's awesome Amen. to hear. Yeah. yeah. I pray for you guys all the time. Thank you. I especially pray for you, you know, <laughs> having to deal with that over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm married up. Yeah. He's a drummer. He can't really help it. <laughs> <laughs> I got all kinds of drummer jokes if you guys want to hear them. Yeah. I would oh. love to hear them. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you call somebody that hangs out with a band? A drummer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry for it. You know, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. That's not bad. So. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been busy for me. Family's doing well and uh, just uh, blessed, man. You know, from where I've been and what I've done, and uh, hopefully where I'm going is a lot more on the positive side from the past. I mean, but Amen you know, to, that. Uh, to be here and uh, to be the have the blessings that I've had. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, 20 years ago, I'd have never dreamed this where I'm at now. You know, it's a uh, playing music. Um, you know, that was number one goal for everything. I mean, my jobs were even placed around playing music. If you couldn't let me out of there on Friday at three o'clock, then there was no need for us to discuss work. No, I, because the band, I can't relate to that the, at the, all. The, no, you know, the music came first. I mean, and, uh, and it just, uh, one thing led to another, you know, and it's, uh, You've heard the term sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, it's it's true most of the time. Maybe not in that particular order, but <laughs> you know. But uh, uh, but I look back, and I, there's a few things I changed with it, but not a whole lot. The friendships that I made from it with band members and and uh, the music is just uh, uh, I don't know. It's without it, I don't know where I'd be without music. 
I mean, it's just uh, if I don't play, if I've got a guitar sitting there, I can walk by and just touch it. And it's I got right. My, All right, I'm good to go for the rest of the day. You know, yeah. so it's one of those type deals. And but uh, moving from uh, West Virginia and coming down to this area when Rachel and I came, and then getting mixed in with the church and and starting to play at church. Now that was really a game changer musically for me. You know, because you come out of a a rock and roll atmosphere and a country atmosphere and a Motown and the things that you're doing, clubs and so on. Uh, devil music, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that's great music. A lot of it, but. It really uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things, you know, the lyrics and things, and it made you made me want to, wow, what is this I'm getting into type deal, you know? And then it mm-hmm. made me really have to practice, too, because I didn't really know any of the songs coming into this. You know, if you want Sweet Home Alabama, we can go do that right now, but, you know, you go learn some, some Lincoln Brewster and some, you know, an Everlasting God and types of music like that. It's really intricate stuff and uh you christian know I mean? music's really oh, evolved in the oh, last 20 absolutely. years when you and i started out you absolutely, know i mean don man. francisco was heavy metal back then you yeah, know I mean? absolutely you know then and it just uh it just opened the world up for me mm-hmm. and it, it got me involved in my church long enough to for for jesus to be able to work on me and get into my heart mm-hmm. you know and that's that's what i found and i've got some friends i like to call out to my buddy brian hatfield I tried. I took. I told him yesterday. I was throwing him on the bus tonight. So <laughs> and, uh, he said, "Well, I hope you got a big bus." But uh, yeah. but you know, we're just, good bus uh, drivers. Yeah, you know, we've grown up and uh, we we were we grew up in similar situations, and you know, and uh, we went from not having a whole lot to uh, older in life, and and have been blessed. Both of us have. And, Amen. And uh, you know, there, there's and I was discussing with him about that hole in your heart. You know, there's a special hole right there in your heart. That money and material things and guitars and God knows I love my guitars, you know that, but they can never fill that hole. And then, uh, you know, when I got Jesus in my world, I mean, it filled that hole. Mm-hmm. And then things started. And then I got into my Bible, not as much reading it as listening to it. I'm in an eighteen wheeler, you know, ten hours a day, so I'm audioing it, man. And it's uh, if you have trouble reading it and understanding it, I suggest the audio way because it reads it to you. It's not. First yeah, one, Tina does that uh, on a two, daily basis. Yeah, yeah, it reads the story and the context that it's in, mm-hmm. and it just opened the door up for me. Uh, so I'm still working on that, being able to say, "Well, it's right here. This is the verse." So I have a hard time doing that, but if the discussion's brought up, I can discuss it with you now more and feel a little more right. educated. But I haven't got the Justin mode yet, but I'm working on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think so. we're audible learners, anyways being musicians oh absolutely yeah i agree i mean i don't read music i play by ear right and i don't know if you do or not i'm but, the uh, same way you know and uh it's uh i'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing but if you can do that and read you're on you're on a real good track for for playing music so it's a lot of guys at church you know the those young kids they have they're playing i mean i just want to choke them they're not old enough to be that good you know i mean it's, it's incredible <laughs> yeah. the talent that god's got out there and and technology's really helped that a lot if you think about it i mean look oh, at yeah. where we are what we've got in here we're playing with right now i mean it's just, oh yeah you know when you and i were playing and it was uh truck loads of speakers and now you can go in there with a speaker on a stick and everything's good you yep. know it was do 500 yeah, people absolutely so but uh but it's just uh you know the music as good as it was, it led to some some dark times for me. I mean, you know, uh, I look at it now and, and look at the brightness that I'm in and look back and say, well, you know, maybe that wasn't dark. Maybe that was just uh, 
part of that uh, that lesson that God says, hey, you know, I got things going on that you can, just can't comprehend. And now I'm seeing Amen. that a little bit. His thoughts you know, aren't our I'm thoughts. That's right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, uh, this, uh, you know, I went through two marriages before I got Rachel. Praise God. She's been the best so far. She's the, she's my saving grace, Rachel is. Um, I'd been divorced the second time. Uh coked out just uh got into the cocaine really heavy i mean uh but it should have killed me i mean it was pretty bad and uh working in the asphalt business so i mean it was 40 hours a day man and you know and just uh one thing led to another and it was a monday morning i'll never forget it i was in myrtle beach and i'd bought a camper and parked it on the asphalt plant lot that i was working at and i was out of dope i was out of money and it's four o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. I'm thinking, wow, what would I mean? This. So I go out in this 19 acre parking lot at four in the morning, hit my knees. I'm, and I'd already been through a 12 step program in Virginia and some things during that second marriage, you know, trying to, mm-hmm. I, I knew there was an issue and, you know, and, and I'm a very positive person. I just, uh, for me to not say no to that and not be able to beat that myself, that's what really got me in the end. I mm-hmm. finally figured it out that, you know, that I couldn't beat that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. And I'm, I'm just, that's not the way I click and the way I'm, and man, it mm-hmm. really just tore me down. You know, it wasn't the 12 step program, the program that really got me to open my eyes. I mean, I, that happened to get me in there. Um, and I'm not saying it's bad for most people, but for me, it didn't really work a whole lot. It really come down to hitting my knees out there in that parking lot and saying, Lord, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. And you've got to help me or just, just, just finish this, you know? And, uh, I went back in my camper and my camper was new. It was, I didn't have anything when I left, but guitars and pianos, you know? And I go in, and there's a sticky note laying in the floor, and it had Rachel's mom and dad's phone number on it. Now, how that sticky note got in there in that new trailer with just my gear, I didn't have sticky notes. What would I be doing with sticky notes? You know, And that was the only one in there because I looked. And I, I immediately started trying to call, and I pursued that all morning. I mean, it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm calling James Story and said, hey, man, is Rachel home? You know? But uh, and uh, come find out. They had moved, and that number was no good anymore. And I was, and that really just like somebody smacked me in the back of the head. You know, I'm like, oh gosh, come on. So I thought, well, maybe they moved back to Franklin where they originally were. And sure enough, and then one thing led to another. You know, and that that prayer was answered right there with that sticky note. You know, because God put her in my life, and she's a very Christian, God loving woman, and. uh she adores you, and uh, there is well, no doubt she, about well, that. You know, she does have some faults, and she can't help that. Well, don't we all? <laughs> so, no. But uh, you know, it was it was one of those type deals, man. I I really needed that someone to put that finger on me, and and she did that, and uh, she got me moving in the right direction with my faith, which I already believed, and and probably as much or more than anybody. But I wasn't I wasn't living that. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it now, but, I mean, she's really got us on the path, and, and now we've got Gracie came into the picture. Uh, what a blessing that that baby is. Oh, man, you just can't you, know, you just can't fathom to be able to spend the day with Gracie. Now, that's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, she's a ham, buddy, let me tell you now. Oh, she'll, yeah. She'll keep you in shape. She's a card. But, uh, you know, then everything starts moving good, and, um, you know, tithing 
becomes a, a thing. You know, my dad and my mom probably knew the Bible as well as anybody you'll ever talk to. Any pastor, she, my mom will quote it word for word with you. But they just didn't get into the tithing. And, you know, in the time coming up in West Virginia when they were growing up, people were poor. Mm-hmm. And my dad's thing was, you know, I'm not giving that preacher my money and him living up here in this big house on the hill and driving a Cadillac and me trying to figure out how I'm going to feed you tomorrow. And that was pretty much how we were taught. I mean, you know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't that we didn't yeah. love God and Jesus in the house, but we ain't giving him our money. So, but uh, Rachel got me into that, and uh, and the key to it is doing it with a clear heart. You mm-hmm. got to, you know, you got to right. hand that check over, and it's gone. Don't worry about it. And that's hard. That's the hardest thing for a lot of people. But being blessed with, I've always made decent money, and we were put in a position to where I said, okay, let's. And then Justin preached on it one Sunday at real life, you know, when the Malachi, where God says, test me in this. And I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> you know, that's just my old sarcastic <laughs> me. Yeah. And uh, we started uh, tithing. And uh, I guess about two months later, we had moved from Blue Well, West Virginia, down here. And uh, I go out check the mail, and there's a $28 check from the Blue Well Water Department from Blue Well, West Virginia. And I took that check in there and threw it on Rachel's desk. I said, hmm, that tithing's really paying off for you, baby. She said, you better watch. You, you'll get struck down right here. I said, no, you don't, underst- <laughs> you don't understand. That's a blessing. The Blue Well Water Department ain't going to send you nothing, especially a check. It costs them more to send and send down there than it was worth. I said, that is a blessing. But, buddy, I'm going to tell you, after we started in that that one little $28 check, I mean, we got this open. I got a, a huge Christmas bonus. I got tax money back for the next three or four years. I never got tax money back. I mean, it just, he opened the place. You can't outgive him. And you we, can't. You know, we've tried. And uh, we, we you know, not we give a lot and try to help people because that's what Jesus told us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, we got to help each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if we can do that, that's what we do. If we can't, then uh, we can't. You certainly can. helped Aubrey so, and I in a time or two. Well, that was, uh, it was a good thing, man. You know, you needed it. And I expect the same out of you if I get down for it. If I need a hot dog, I know I'm where to go. <laughs> so, but uh, it just, uh, and now here we are, and, you know, things are going good for us. And um, in the last five years, I've had some real things happen. I've lost my mom, my dad, both died within a year and a half of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lost two cousins that I grew up with that I loved oh, dearly, wow. and then I lost my son at 24 years old, two or three years ago. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know I can't cry no more. I just uh, it's just you know and the church offered to put their hand out, and then I appreciate that, you know. But um, that's uh, when you bury your child then nothing else matters. Nope. You know, I mean, once you see that, it's, uh, and, and that brings me, you know, that makes me think of Solomon, you know, it wasn't death that he was writing about in the end or, other than his own, but, uh, you know, it doesn't mean anything. All the guitars and, and the cars and, uh, the money and the Mickey mouse and all that, it don't mean anything in the Mm-mm. end. No. So I, I've, I've come to a point to where I'm just, uh, I don't worry about things as much anymore, you know? Well, it says in the Bible that all your tears counted and they're sitting in a jar right there in front of them absolutely so it's uh the blessing is that i know that uh that all of those family members i've lost we never had any bad blood any of us me and my mom and dad mm-hmm. were just as tight as bugs on a bumper i mean it was they knew everything about me all through my years of the partying and so on you know i, I told them i didn't hide anything from my parents and uh and that was uh 
really a, a saving thing for me, you know, to be able to say, well, you know, I need to go home. You know, let mommy take me out back, straight me out here. You know, and those 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 times were are few and far between. And I, I should have probably went home, but uh, but you know, even after all the loss and with Tyler and and losing him, and uh, it's uh, I had to make a decision. I can either wallow in it. Mm-hmm. Or I can get up and uh, and do what's right and and and, and remember, like I said, this now you know God said, you know my plans and my thoughts and the things that I do are so far beyond what you can comprehend. It's in the plan, and uh, and I believe that and I live that by that. That's how I stay sane with it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, and I listen to Job a lot. You know, Job. I like Job forty two. Oh man, Job <laughs> was just. I feel so sorry for him. You know, I mean, and, and I just happened. That's what I was listening to coming back the night Tyler was killed was Job. And I was listening to it over and over because it was coming to the end where God told him he was questioning God. He said, you know, hey, why are you doing this to me in the end? Right. You know, more or less. And, and God looks at him and says, son of man, stand upright and listen, and you're going to answer me. And I'm like, wow, did he just really just say that to him? I mean, he's done killed all his kids, took everything he owned, got him mm-hmm. beaten down to nothing and sores, and, and he's a righteous and upright man. You're telling me, and he's questioning you, and you're going to slap him down. I'm like, And I listened to that over and over. Mm-hmm. And then I got home, got that phone call, and I'm like, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, I mean, I was mad. I was angry with my mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, uh, and and I bit my tongue, and I didn't say nothing mean until we went and picked the casket out. When, when that happened, I lost it. I was, I, and now i got to live with that. that. That worries me. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, mm-hmm. you know, to ask you what you were doing. I didn't say it quite like that, but, no, but <laughs> uh, I, I was pretty verbal about it. I mean, you know, uh-huh. thank goodness but, he judges the heart. Yeah. I hope not so. the mind at the yeah, time. Yeah, you know, well, you know what he says about that mouth and tongues. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was about to get me in trouble. So. But, uh, I can't you say know, I've just, been right there with you. Yeah. And you know, it, it is what it is. And Rachel hates to hear me say that, but you know, I have to, that's the only thing I can say. It is what it is. It's God's plan. And we just need to do what's right to get there when that's that right. time comes and hear those words. So that's what my goal is now. That and keep Amen. Grace keep Gracie focused in the what she's doing. She's uh you know, she can she's doing really well with her Bible stuff and, and real life school was just incredible. Yeah. The Raptors plug there. <laughs> you got to do that. I'm the soccer coach. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah, I might get fired after this year, though. I don't know. <laughs> so, but uh, it's just uh, I'm just so blessed. I just I, and I don't understand why. I mean that that's to me. Uh, and I like I said, I'm not perfect. I've probably done things that a lot of people would be in jail for in my life. And just, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, you aren't to, the only one. You know, to live through what I've done and. And to be sitting here with you guys, I mean, it's just, uh, I'm thankful, very humbled. So, but, uh, but you need to, we need to hook up and turn us into a band right here, man. We, we need to, yeah, man. We can play live here on Thursday night. We sure could. <laughs> we can have the live GSR. Absolutely. But, but yeah, it's uh, the worst thing for a drug addict to have money. And I always had a good job. The asphalt business has been very good to me over mm-hmm. the last 32, 33 years. Yeah, when years. I first and met you, you were never off the telephone. Never. Yeah, and still 
you know it's uh but it's something that i love but i mean it'll work you into a frizzy <laughs> now <laughs> yeah if when they find out you can do it Call him. He can do it. You know, they don't you, hesitate. Yeah, nicknames you one minute. One yeah, minute. One yeah, minute. give me one minute. <laughs> no, but don't ring again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so. The worst thing is going on vacation. You know, you go on vacation, oh, you got to shut down for a week, you know. And it's like, oh, no, ring. Come on. You know you want to. And uh, Rachel's like, what are you doing with the phone? I don't know. I just need to hold it. <laughs> so and then you get that after a couple of days in, everything's good. And then you get back the next Monday and you can't remember nothing. You're like, okay, where were we? Where were we? Right yeah. Now, so, but, uh, Reboot. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But, but uh, this uh, moving here was a was a big deal, you know, coming mm-hmm. to Florida from the Virginias and culture shock too, coming out of the mountains down here to where there's really a lot of people. And, uh, and But uh, I just suggest to anybody that's out there having any issues with anything, whether it's drugs or whatever's on your mind, you know, uh, if you talk to God, he'll listen to you. And, you bet. And, and you know, I'm, I was always one. I was always scared to pray because I didn't really know what to say. And uh, at least I've now I've uh, obtained the bravery to pray, you know, in places. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what I have found with me is I don't just pray. I, do, I talk to him. Well, that's, you know I mean? that's, that's what, what he wants. Hey, man, what's up? You know I mean? I talk to him like he's sitting right here with me. and That's what he you know, wants. And, that's uh, exactly and, what uh, he wants. That's and, and, the only and prerequisite. Need, yeah, absolutely. Being real. Yeah, being real. You know, it's uh, like soccer. You know, it's it's fun. Those little kids, it's funny, mm-hmm. you know, to watch them. I mean, right. because some things that go on out there and you just have to turn your head and laugh. And, and in my prayers with them, Lord. I know you're going to enjoy this as much as I am, so let's get on it. So, and all the girls are like, "Amen, let's do this," you know. But it, it is funny to watch. But, but I'm sure he gets a kick out of it. I just believe that my God, my Jesus Christ, has a sense of humor. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, beyond. Yeah, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, he he has to have to to deal with us. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, look at Justin. Know. Yeah, there you go. Case say morning, no right more. There. Say no more. Uh-huh. Hollywood. <laughs> so, but uh, again, I'm just. Uh, I'm just glad to be here, you know, and uh, have my health and my family and, you know, and, and the losses that I've had really opened your eyes, you know, it, uh, it blink of an eye, man. That's mm-hmm. so true. You know, you, you're going to be laying there and you can have that calling. You, you've been through Fritz a lot, mm-hmm. you know, with your baby that, uh, you, you know, how that, that I feeling had a few is. bedside conversations just like yours. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, you just got to pray and you got to stay and you got to get in that Bible. That, that's the key to it all is, is getting in the Bible. Uh, you know, a lot of friends, and I'm going to throw my buddy Brian on the bus. You know, we had a conversation years ago. Oh, it's written by men. Yeah, it is. It's written by men. You're right. Okay. So, uh, but God told him what to write. He approved every word. Mm-hmm. You know, but what you got to do is, is stop listening to people who are telling you about this part of it and this part of it, and then you make a decision on something that you really don't even know what they're talking about and neither did they and and a lot of preachers are like that and i'm not yay and nay in any preacher but you know my thing is is when you go to church when justin for example preaches i need to listen to what he says and i need to take that and i need to go find out for myself the context that that's in correct because, and i'm not saying he does this but a lot of preachers will take a verse and preach on it and it ain't got nothing to do with actually what the verse was speaking about in the bible mm-hmm and uh, so my thing is you need to go back and you need to study that. You need to make sure that what that preacher told you is correct. Because if you don't, he's wrong. Mm-hmm. And you live by that, then you're wrong. You mm-hmm. know, you need, to, you need to be sure. And then that brings that puts you in a position 
because once you get into it, you don't want to turn it off. I don't. I'm switching CDs in the truck going left and right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it just you, you got to hear the story, man. It just and uh, uh, all that genealogy coming through there and all that stuff. That stuff is so important. You know, when I was young and you go into Genesis and they got 500 people's name and this was the dad of this one and so on. And you're like, eh, close that, yeah. <laughs> you know, but now that you, I, since it's been read to me and then you get into it, as you go into it, those names are important and those generations and who come from where mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, David's right. bloodline to Abraham, family, you know, yeah, exactly. and it's, it, it's very important and you need to, you need to take the time and listen and you need to be able to make your own decision. Right. When you get judged, my advice is let's get judged on what you understood that to be, not mm-hmm. what somebody else. Yeah, your friend should get in there and start reading and make his Absolutely. own assumption of what was said. Exactly. Find out for himself. Exactly. Make your decision on an educated uh, basis that you've got yourself, not what somebody else has told you. Amen mm-hmm. to that. Because you know, I may even tell him wrong, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Only if he's on the interstate. You know, take a look. <laughs> You know, Johnny, I find that to be true, too, because um, I think a lot of times when we're first learning about different, you know, sections of the Bible and so forth, there is a way that media can help you. You know, like you said, you listen audibly to your Bible. You can watch these um, these uh, books that are actually filmed like that they've done films on, like the in the book of Acts, mm-hmm. you know, you can actually watch it being lived out or played out and all these things help to deepen your understanding so when you do go back to the word word of god you kind of have a frame of reference Mm -hmm. you have a better idea of of what's going on and then you can start putting it together in context you know when you start actually reading the bible because i find when you listen to it and you watch it you know, you kind of get all those senses involved and then you go back and you read it. And sometimes you read it in multiple translations. Mm. Then it really starts opening up. Absolutely. You know, and I know that some people are really passionate about specific translations and so forth. But I'm a real believer, you know, that, you know, the spirit of the law is what's really important. You know, the word of God is, of course, extremely important. Not something to be messed with, but the spirit of the law is what you really have to absorb and look at. And you need it needs to be understandable so you can relate it. Absolutely. You know, because if you're reading it in King James and you're not understanding, then what good is it doing it mm-hmm. for you if you can't apply it to your life? Absolutely. And, you know, God bless King James, but Absolutely. he can keep that book as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, and once it got through about the eighth vow, I was done. That's I'm, okay, it. Now, okay. I can't get it. Yeah. I asked my mom, I said, how do you read this? She said, very carefully. But the study is where it's at. And, uh, you know, you got you to gotta get in the book. You got you, you to get in the book and read the book to know what the book Absolutely. Says. You know, this is not, uh, uh, and Brian... This is not writing that essay report based on the front page of the book. You know, you gotta you gotta get in it and really read it, and mm-hmm. and then it once you do that, to me it just started bringing up questions. You know, I mean, okay, you know, like we were talking earlier about uh, Gracie and Rachel and I were reading the Passover in Exodus last night, and there's a there's a line in there. God comes in and says He's going to execute judgment on the gods of Egypt, and Gracie stopped us right there. She said. Well, if they're not real, how's he going to execute judgment on them? I can't answer that. 
I don't know. You know, it's a, do y'all know the answer? So, but, uh, you know, so like you said, from the mouth of babes mm-hmm. and, and I wouldn't have thought about that if she wouldn't have said something. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. that's a good question. You it's know an I mean? excellent uh, question. Especially for, how old is she? Nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, insightful. So, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, she's uh, like a child. Yeah, she's yeah. she's in the study. They're big into their Bible at, at school too. So if we make it a point, uh, our reading at night comes from a, a Bible of some sort, her child Bible or, or mm-hmm. something of that mm-hmm. nature. Uh, but uh, you know, this I don't know the answer to that, and I'm not really sure how to find out. <laughs> so, anybody out there know? You know, cause let us know. Drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio yeah, really. at Gmail dot com. If you know the answer to that, the anybody, Gracie question. anybody listening, uh, just uh, put the title in the header of the Gracie question. <laughs> we'll know exactly what it is. Absolutely. And you, you know can and you can read the Bible, you know, over and over like I've done, and you'll be at a different point in your life and you read this verse or this particular chapter a number of times and then you read it and all of a sudden it hits you in a different way. Absolutely. And it just depends on where you're at at that time too. Just speak, you know, those same words will hit you in a different way. Absolutely. Yeah. I found that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to the, uh, the story about the dropping of the seeds, drop on the, on the dirt and they crumble. Mm -hmm. Right. And so on. You know, I've heard that story probably four or five times in the last two years, and it finally just opened up. You know, that makes so much sense now that, and and he explains it to the disciples what he means by it, and even with him explaining it, I'm, I really just didn't catch it until you know a couple of days ago, but uh, he's absolutely right. You know, you got you got to keep feeding that thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got to keep feeding your spirit and your mm-hmm. your mind and your body with what God's telling you. And uh, and it don't get any easier as you go, you know, because once you really get in it, then you get that target on your back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the devil's Boy, shooting you got at that you. Right. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. man, he's strong too, you know. What I mean, it's you got a, that right. Uh, I, I can tell you, having addictive personalities, you know, like I do. I mean, I've it, it's I'm constantly get off off my shoulder. I don't want to hear that, mm-hmm. you know. It's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Mike and I do Michael, a little like, symbolic flick, flick there. there. You go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm. I, but uh, yeah, I, I get those feelings of. And I think about the the music days, and you know, I really miss that. And um, sure, we I went, do too. Yeah, we went and done a, a benefit. My bass player that played with us forever got cancer, and he passed away finally. But I think oh, I told you, we I saw up, that. We, I saw we, the video of that. Yeah, we went up and done this benefit for him, and uh, and it's been eleven years since we'd played together. Never missed a lick, and it was just like we just come out from last night from mm-hmm. a, from a show and and doing it and done this. And that just made me think, wow, we're moving back to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I was ready to move back, uh-huh. man, get, put the band back together. So, But uh, I, I kind of lost that idea. <laughs> uh-huh. I got home. I said, I'm ready to move back and play music. And Rachel's like, okay, can you run the trucks from there? I said, never mind. I can't do that. But so, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's tough, man. <laughs> Sometimes the wife so, is yeah. put in your life. Well, it's, to she's be not the, that she, the realist. It's not that she wouldn't. She's the realist, exactly. Now, if we were there, she wouldn't. She'd be all over. Yeah, let's do it, you know. But uh, to just uproot everything we got just to go back to put the band together, and I kind of said, "Yeah, oops." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, the, I have to give Rachel credit. She's the the biggest supporter of of my music if I want to play. And oh, amen you know, to that. You know, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, she'd much rather me be doing that than dealing with trucks. So. If you want to get Rachel upset, just say truck. And that, <laughs> uh-huh. 
but uh, it's it's all good. And you've really kind of been through it with that that trucking. It's been a blessing and a curse all in the. It's the toughest. The same. It's the toughest business out there. You know, I've I've been in charge of of asphalt plants and paving crews. I mean, they're ten thousand dollars an hour to operate, and it ain't nothing to operate a trucking company. I mean, it's just incredible the regulations they've got on you. I mean, they just I don't know. I'm I'm just not gonna say nothing. <laughs> Might have some DOT guy listening. Oh yeah, watch out for that Grace Duggan boy. Here he comes. Pull him on over there and let's check him out. You know, there ain't nothing you can do about it. You got to go. So, but uh, but it is tough. I mean, you know, you do well, and then um, nothing on an eighteen wheeler is less than a thousand dollars. I mean, it don't make no difference if it's a nut. It's a ninety nine cent nut. They're gonna charge you nine hundred and ninety nine dollars for the labor to put it on, mm-hmm. so you can count on it. But but it's nerve wracking. I mean, you know, and then you you're driving down a road with an eighty thousand pound vehicle, and you ever been through Pensacola at five o'clock with all the construction going on? I mean, it's uh it's nerve wracking. You know, it can be, and the, and them little cars they really just don't understand. No, nope. they know? really don't. <laughs> they, don't they don't understand that they can get squished real quick. But uh, uh, but it, it's it's a tough business. This uh, not as the physical part of doing the work itself. Just the paperwork involved in it is a nightmare. I mean, it's and you better have it right. I mean, that guy's going to call up and say, I need to see your logs for so-and-so, and you better hope you got all your eyes dotted mm-hmm. because he, he can be real mean. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah, I know at Disney that they oh, have yeah, DOT compliance. Uh, oh, yeah, I can imagine what Disney Oh, man, like. what I go through just to get my Class B renewed every year yeah. is ridiculous, and yeah. I don't even have an A. Yeah, they but, they uh, they making sure you're healthy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it costs so. me three hundred dollars a year to do that because they want to see my A one C and my this and my no, this test and they just want to see the three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Ain't much to them. It is yeah. to me. What's really mm-hmm. fun is going on a on a Navy base or uh, mm-hmm. or something of that nature because they. They take you out of your vehicle and you open every door on it and they crawl from one end of it to the other. Okay, yep. you can go. I'm like, okay. We're going to tear your truck apart. Is that all right? Yeah, as long as you can put it back together, I don't care what you do to it. We hired, we had one driver. He worked one day and he went to the Navy base and got arrested. And then Rachel said, I don't know what more sign you need to, we need to get rid of these. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. But, uh, it's, yeah, that's our luck with it. But, uh, you know, we it, it, it's, uh, it is what it is as well. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So but, There is a reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll, so. we'll, we'll know that. Uh, yeah. I, I'll tell you, my wife, I, I have to give her credit because she puts up with a lot and she deals with a lot. And I'm probably not the easiest person in the world to deal with when you're dealing with something, you know, it's a, one of those type deals and I got to work on that. So she deserves a little more, uh, uh, pampering from my side, I guess. And I, I've realized that her dad's having some issues and, um, you know, talking with him and with what their mom and their elderly and it kind of opened my eyes. And as I'm kind of just giving him a hard time because he's, he's went through a, some major surgeries and stuff and, and she's had to take care of him, which she always had to anyway, pretty much. And and I finally just told him, I said, look, man, you got to step up to the plate here because she's older than you are and, and stressing, and you just mm-hmm. got to step up to the plate. And as I'm talking to him about several other things come out, and then I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, go on, hypocrite. Yeah, you need to do that too. You know, you need to hold your hands, wife, your wife's hands, 
and pray with her because I told him that's what he needed to do. And then when I said that, I was like, hmm. Ouch. Slap me in the back. Why don't you? Yeah. Ouch. And God said, yeah, can you remember that till next week when you get home? <laughs> so, the log mind. in your eye. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly right. The, the, the log. Wow. Yeah, get, to, get the log out of your eye before you try to get the splinter out of Ooh, your eye. right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I'll work on that if she's listening. I'll work on that, baby. Well, somebody's listening. We want to welcome everybody on Mixler that's listening right now. And uh, welcome. You dialed into a good one. Johnny B. in the house tonight. And uh, he's going to actually pick us a tune here in just a minute Yes, or he two. is. Live. But before he does that, if um, you guys would indulge me for a couple of minutes, um, I just wanted to say something. Uh, I have uh, three people in this room whom I love dearly. Uh, one being my wife, of course. But the two gentlemen sitting across from me, I have a little story to tell. The night Uh-oh. I met uh, Mike Jewett, was, uh, I went walking into this church called Real Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't even know why I was there. I just walked in, tears pouring out of my eyes. I mean, I was uh, what we would call tired. I was very tired. Mm-hmm. I was about ready to put El Pistola to my head. And uh, I walk into this room, and there's Mike at the door who greets me. And uh, he never, he, he, he since told me he never greeted. He just happened to be filling in for somebody mm-hmm. that night at the door. So I met met Mike at the door. And he never left my side ever since. Uh, kind of took me under his wing and got me involved and um, got me into Bible study. But that same night, there was a pretty cool cat playing acoustic guitar on the stage, whom I heard for the very first time. And uh, my soul was just a touch beyond belief. And... Uh, that night, you know, I, I, I can't put into words that it saved my life, you know, and uh, I'm honored to have both you gentlemen in the studio tonight. I mean, it's very emotional for me, but I, I wanted to tell both of you how much I love you well, I love and you how too, much brother. you mean to me. Yeah, you've been a good friend. And for, for, likewise, you know, for you guys have never moved, left my side. down here by myself with this Rachel mean, you know, it's been more. Can always call Fritz. You know, I'll text it two in the morning. <laughs> hey man, what are you doing? <laughs> I know he's always driving, so I can uh, yeah, I can get him anytime. What, what, what are you doing? But I just wanted to 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 say that since I had the two of you in the room and love you too, just bro. love you and appreciate you. And anyway, Johnny B's gonna uh, pick us a tune here. Uh, I think this is called the Easter song. Yeah, we're going. No, it's called Was It Worth the Pain. You know, I was oh. telling Mike earlier, you know, when uh, uh, when Rachel and I first got together, you know, I I, I want to ask Jesus when I'm meeting, hey, man, was it worth it? You know, that you think of the beating. I mean, you know, uh, TV can make it look the way it does, and and that's Hollywood, but, the you know, the real deal, the beating that he took. And that's what I want to say. You know, you look at what's going on here now, and was it worth it? 
You know, I mean, I've had people say, well, Jesus is coming back. And sometimes I might not be in that great Johnny B mood. And I'm like, you know, I think he's on flown on by and said, nah, forget it. <laughs> you know, and I could see why he would in a lot of places, you know, it's, uh, but, uh, I just, that's what I want to ask him. Was it worth the pain he went through? Uh -huh. So, and when Rachel and I first got together, I had a, a writing moment and, uh, wrote a few songs there in Virginia beach and just, uh, waiting on Fritz to come and record them and finish them for me. <laughs> I can hear the hammer swinging through the air When it hits the nail you want to scream Father, why aren't you here? Why have you forsaken me? In a time when I need you here Watch some people smile Watch some people cheer Your mother wipes away her tears They stab you in the sword That brings you to your end Or is this the beginning of a world That's free of sin? Was it worth the pain? Yeah, 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 worth the pain. Was it worth the pain? See the people smile. Was it worth the pain to know you're the one to die? Was it worth the pain to see your mama cry? Was it worth the pain? of your life, all the people cheer, Christ your Savior, Lord, is finally here inside their homes, they decorate the trees and praise you, Lord, was it worth the pain, hey, hey, Was it worth the pain to see the people smile? Was it worth the pain to know you're the one to die? Was it worth the pain to see your mama cry? Thank you for your pain. That seemed like a lifetime, didn't it? <laughs> so that's Man. a good question, I think, to ask him. Was it worth it? You know, I mean, that's... And he's going to say, and look at all of these. Yeah. That's, I hope so. Uh-huh. And I think we just got the uh, answer to what we're going to call this, too. Yeah, absolutely. You I was bet thinking you. the same thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Was it worth the pain? Was it worth the pain? My goodness. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Thank you for so being much. here. Thank you uh, to all, everybody on Mixler. I see uh, Chris Breeding is with us. Welcome, Chris. 
And uh, we got a couple other listeners that I can't identify, but thank you for being with us. You definitely dialed into a winner tonight. <laughs> and uh, if you have any testimonies, uh, we would love to have you come to the studio and share it. If you would just want to write it and send it in, send it to GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And we will read it. And we will read it. And gladly. You can tweet us. You can tweet us, as Mikey always says, on Twitter. And uh, like us on Facebook, if you would, God Stories Radio. And follow us on iHeart. If you're listening to us on iHeart, give us a follow. Please give us a follow. Amen to that. Amen to that. Thanks again, guys, for being here. Johnny, love you, Thanks, brother. Man. Love you guys, Thank man. you so much for sharing the song. Well, that about wraps it up for session 120. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. I can hear the hammer swinging through the air. When it hits the nail, you want to scream. Father, why aren't you here? Why have you forsaken me? In a time when I need you here. Watch the people smile, watch some people cheer Your mother wipes away her tears They stab you in the sword that brings you to your end Or is this the beginning of a world that's free of sin? Wasn't it worth the pain? Yeah, yeah, ain't worth the pain Wasn't worth the pain to see the people smile. Wasn't worth the pain to know you're the one to die. Wasn't worth the pain to see your mama cry. Wasn't worth the pain. On the first day of your life, all the people cheer. Christ your Savior, Lord, is finally here inside their homes. They decorate the trees and praise you, Lord. Was it worth the pain? Hey, Wasn't worth the pain to see the people smile Wasn't worth the pain to know you're the one to die Wasn't worth the pain to see your mama cry